Hi, I'm Tara. Hi, I'm Michelle. So you guys know us as the hosts of Books and Beyond with Bound. And in this podcast, we have been interviewing writers of various genres about um, their journeys and about the books they love. So we thought that we'd do a little episode on, you know, interviewing each other so that you guys can get to know us a little bit better. So in this episode, we are giving you an opportunity to know a little more about Tara and me, like how passionate we are about books, which are our favorite books, and how did it all begin? As writers, readers, editors, you'll get to know more about us. So now we're going to interview each other, even though we know each other really well. <laughs> I know. But we want you to get to know us too. Yes. So Michelle, where did it all start for you? Where oh. did your journey of loving books begin? So I can say as long as I can remember, like my childhood was filled with books. Like I don't have readers and writers in the family at all. But then my introvert nature made me seek out books. I used to borrow books from the library. And, you know, as long as I can remember, I've just been reading and writing. Like it's just been amazing. What about you? Me too. I mean, as long as I can remember, I've always been reading and writing as well. And my mother used to actually laugh because when I was a baby, I would flip through pages. Really? So I I guess oh. my love for books started at a really, really young age. Wow. And the first book that I read was when I was five. And it was The Secret Island by Enid Blyton. Wow. And after that, it was just uh, a journey of books. There was more no stopping. And more books. <laughs> and what about you? What was the first book that you read, which really, you know, had an impact on you? So I actually began with Harry Potter because I had heard so much about it, you know, like there was so much of hype back then. And I thought, why not I begin with it? And it just, it was amazing, Tara. Like, I think Harry Potter really made me a reader because after that, it didn't stop. And, you know, when people ask me, what is your favorite book? I still say Harry Potter, <laughs> even though I've read... So many other genres and we it's read, right. I mean, both of us love Harry Potter because, and we both right. read so many, uh, I mean, we both read literary fiction and we read thrillers. Right. But that's just, I feel like it inculcated a generation of readers. So like, you know, what is the one thing that you really love about Harry Potter? Like, I think I grew up with him. Uh, okay. That's why I like the book so much. Right. So I actually, my aunt gave me Harry Potter to read when I was around eight or nine years old. Oh, that um, young. Yeah, I think the three books had already come out by then. And they weren't famous because the series only became famous from the fourth book onwards. Right. So I just started reading them and I loved them from before they were famous. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know what's good. My taste is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I like, you know, I loved uh, the friendship aspect like between Hermione, Ron and, uh, you know, Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, I just I feel like J.K. Rowling is a gifted writer and I think my dream writer to interview would be hers. What about yours? Well, you stole my answer. So <laughs> <laughs> my dream author to interview, I think, would be another childhood favorite, uh, Roald Dahl. I think I'm very attached to my childhood books because they really made an impression on me in a way that other books in that I've read in my adult life never really right. have. But uh, is he uh, living? No. no. <laughs> but you said dream. Yeah. Oh, so. okay. Great, great. I think another writer would be Jhumpa Lahiri. Like, oh, yes. I loved her book, The Namesake. What about you? I love all her books. I studied, actually did a course in American Literature in college where we studied her books. Um, and she is an alumni of my college. So I went to a few of her talks. So I've been a big fan of hers ever since her first books. Right. She's another person that I admire. 
Right. So, um, like, how was 2019? We just began with uh, 2020. So, why don't you name the one book that you loved in 2019? I hate, I hate that question <laughs> because there's not. I how can you choose one book that you love? I know it's very difficult. But the first thing that pops into my head is, um, I really like my sister, the serial killer. Oh, I was going to say the same. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we like the same kind of books right, that we right, that we've right. established. Yeah, yes. like I loved the literary thriller aspect of it. Like you know, like honestly, like I've been reading a lot of literary fiction, and sometimes it does get boring. But you know, the way she has written it, it's so thrilling. And yeah, I mean, it was really good. I made you think like what if your sister was a serial killer what would you do would you protect <laughs> your sister or would you out her and I mean right. I thought that dilemma was really interesting exactly. like it makes you put. think yeah right and it's full of masala <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like masala so what is the one we spoke about my sister the serial killer which we both loved what is the one book by an Indian author that you really loved last year so actually, I like two. One is The Body Myth by Riya Mukherjee and the other is The Girl in White Cotton by Avni Doshi. I loved those books. Me too. I really liked them. And it's funny because we liked Avni Doshi's book so much that we invited her to be a guest on the podcast. And we liked Riya's book so much that we invited her to be a mentor at our next writing retreat. Yeah. I mean, isn't it just amazing to like talk to writers, like, you know, the creators behind these books? So I think that's the fringe benefit of, you know, what we do at Bound. Yeah, I mean, to get to know the authors behind the books that we love and then actually have them impart their knowledge in our writing retreats and our writing courses has been, it's been wonderful. Yeah, and I found it very inspiring, Tara, honestly. So how did you begin with Bound? Like, you know, can you tell us like how how the idea came to you and, and why a writing retreat? I began Bound because I was searching for writing retreats online and I couldn't really find any. And so I decided to start my own. And from there, it's grown into much more than a writing retreat because I figured that writers really want access to education, which is affordable and by people who are established uh, in their fields. So it grew from there. Yeah, and it's, you know, the support system for writers is quite less in India. So I'm just so glad that you started something like Bound. Like, I've had an amazing journey with Bound. Yeah, I know. mean, it's like been amazing hosting this podcast with you. And <laughs> so yeah, much fun. getting to know about the books that you like. And yeah. getting to know that we like the same books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, like previously, so I moved, you know, from HR, I moved jobs and I moved places from Bahrain. And like, I just found the difference of, you know, like the culture in India. Like it's such a vibrant culture. Like, you know, everyone reads, you know, everyone consumes books. And it's just, it's it's amazing. So I feel that, you know, like Bound has like so many more opportunities, so many more things that we could explore apart from what we have done also. Yeah, like the podcast and now, you know, we're planning the book that you actually have put together on interviews with India's best writers. That's going to be very exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. (laughs) So, Michelle, I really liked reading uh, some of your short stories and your poetry. And it's amazing to know that you've been published in over 40 online journals all over the world. Thank you. And that you're so dedicated. So what is your writing process like? Um, so I can say like I found uh, more time to write back in Bahrain and uh, coming back to Bombay over here. I found that when I take more breaks, like, you know, when I revisit my draft after a break, you know, it's actually much, much better. So I find it a really good process when, you know, you're not in a hurry, you're not impatient and you just give it time. 
So That's I think, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think your perspective, like on your work, grows when you see it after a certain time. How much time does it take for your perspective to change on your own? So I can say, like, I have found that I, you know, I find time on the weekends to revisit the drafts that I've been working on, and it actually helps. So it's like uh, during the week, you know, when I'm traveling in the local train, you know, the thoughts keep going on in my head. But then on the weekend, I actually find time to write it out. Really? Oh, for me, it's the exact opposite. <laughs> So um it's interesting because a lot of creative people and even people that we've interviewed have said that in order to really get into their work and find good ideas they need some time off and they need some time when they're not distracted by social media or not doing anything else except maybe just taking in the world looking out of a window maybe you know so do you do you find that that helps you Yeah so um, I can say that you know since my commute from my home to the workplace is a very long one what I realized was instead of just you know spacing it all out by just listening to music so actually what I did yesterday was the things I observed I actually noted it down oh. and I, yeah and it actually helped me so I thought you know this could be potential material <laughs> like oh, you know that's why, amazing. like why don't you just observe the things that happen around you because there's so much happening so like one thing that I would like to mention is I saw an a probably 80 year old person who was cycling so I I said I mean isn't that amazing like you, if you just look at the that people is, around yeah. you my grandmother still cycles wow and she's 75 that's amazing yeah. <laughs> it yeah, is so, quite amazing yeah so i mean you can draw inspiration from you know the people around you so tara you've edited so many amazing books so what is your process like like you know like how do you find the interaction between the writer and the editor and It's a very close relationship um as a lot of our writers that we've interviewed have said and as an editor you really need to understand the writer's vision and what he or she wants to bring out in the book and help them bring out the best book that they are capable of that right. is your job as an editor so i mean it's always a back and forth process and it's a process of understanding and really act and feeling like the story that you're working on is your own so getting into the head of another person so tara i see once you understand the vision of the writer you know so like how many drafts do you actually go through with the writer and do you like face resistance from writers who don't want that much you know uh, intervention from the editor so everybody who's uh, who i've worked with and who's come to me via bound or via any other publishing house that i've been associated with um once editing so luckily for me i have not faced that much resistance and it's also because every single change or suggestion or uh, anything that i want to delete or anything that i want to move around in the manuscript i give reasons for i don't just say that this doesn't work i give a concrete reason and argue every decision that i'm making in the manuscript so that the writer understands where i'm coming from and of course there are times when they don't agree with that and then they argue <laughs> the reason for that and we come mm. to an agreement but it's important because both people are invested in making this True. book the best it can be so if you're on the same page about that then the process of working together becomes easier wow and so an average you would say how many drafts does it take to reach a final draft that's very hard to say <laughs> i mean as we've uh seen with our writers some of them have written several drafts some of them have got it right on the first draft so i can't really say so it's different it, for a different writer it keeps right. changing and it depends on the genre it depends on the book it depends on the language there are so many factors to take into consideration yes So Tara apart from Bound you also work with Asia's largest literary agency uh, you know Kanishka Gupta is such a well known literary agent so what has your experience been like working with him 
Um, it's been very interesting being on the other side of uh, publishing, which is finding new writers. So at Bound, wh- one of the things that you and I both love to do is to find and nurture new talent. And that also translates into what I'm doing with um, Kanishka is we're finding new voices and we're trying to get those voices out into the larger world. So to spot talent and to, you know, develop taste in a way to know what is good in different genres so what is good doesn't necessarily have to be literary fiction Hmm. Um, you know you can have a really good piece of commercial fiction like spotting Chetan Bhagat (laughs) also is as valuable as spotting the next JCB prize winner right right and I I just find it so uh, fascinating that you know you actually get to read the books before they are out (laughs) that is very fun actually (laughs) I I like knowing what's out there and then uh, sometimes yeah. when I see a book published, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I picked that. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, great. So, yeah. Michelle, you mentioned you were in HR and now you're pursuing your creative interests. And I know that your parents are very supportive of this. But still, I mean, it is a leap for someone to shift into a creative field. So what sort of advice would you have for people who want to do the same? So I've noticed that people can't, uh, you know, pretend for long. So there are nowadays there are a lot of engineers that are moving, you know, to become writers. Why? That is because they're not finding that happiness or that peace in what they're doing. So I feel, you know, with the mindset in India... And, you know, with a typical middle class background of, you know, doing something for a living that is nothing to do with arts is a very common thing, but it's also changing. But do you think that there are opportunities for people to work in the arts and make a living, a good living out of that? Absolutely. So I think now things are changing. Maybe, you know, 10 years ago, there would have not been as many opportunities. Like, you know, for example, I'm so happy that I stumbled upon Bound and, you know, the amazing work that it does. But then I'm not sure 10 years back, you know, there was something like that. That's true. That's right. So, Tara, like, how many books on an average do you read in a week? In a week? (laughs) Zero. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I thought you'd read much, much more. I mean, I used, like, for fun, I read zero books a week. But I read, I guess, one book every 10 days for fun. (laughs) Okay. But for work, um, it depends, actually. It could be one, it could be uh, as many as four. I've read as many as four books a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's fast. How many books do you read? In a week. <laughs> so I've found that, uh, you know, traveling by train, I get a lot more time to read. So I'm actually reading a lot of books. And like last year, I read like over 30 books, That's which is like the best year so far for me, reading wise. So how do you keep track of these over 30 books that you read? Oh, so actually, I still uh, follow Goodreads. I think, you know, before Goodreads, I still remember I used to write down the books that oh, I've read wow. and made a list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but now with Goodreads, life is easier. So yeah, that's how I keep track. What about you? I so I'm not very active on social media at all but the one thing that I do is that every book I read I post a picture and I put it up on Instagram oh. so I have a highlight of books that I've read oh that's smart. and that's more for me than for anyone else <laughs> you know how some readers Sarah they just love reading only paperbacks like what kind of reader are you do you like reading ebooks do you listen to audiobooks I think anyone who, you know, is really into reading and I and I get this answer a lot, just likes reading books in their physical form. But I do read some books on Kindle, you know, like if I'm on a plane or I'm waiting at doctor's office right. or something like that, it's very convenient. It's easier, yeah. Uh, so I do read. But the books I really am interested in, I always want to buy a physical copy. I'm interested to know, are you uh, interested in audiobooks? Have you ever listened to an audiobook? 
Yeah, so I've always wanted to. So what I've found is that I can maximum probably, uh, you know, keep my attention for a short story, but not a book because I get easily get distracted. I lose track of it. So for me, seeing the words is very important. What about you? Yeah, me too. I like the feeling of actually like reading the words. But I do listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, oh, yeah, same here. Yeah, I mean, I find it very, that's why like we decided to start this podcast because I don't know when you're on the car or when you're on the train or just bored anywhere. <laughs> it's just such an easy thing to do and you learn so much. So I listen to interviews of other writers and I listen to, you know, storytelling and what kind of things do you listen to? Yeah, so, you know, listening to a conversation is far more interesting than someone just narrating a story. Yeah. I mean, again, like we were looking for interview podcasts with contemporary Indian writers and we couldn't find any. And so we were like, <laughs> why don't we do this? Because we love reading and we love interviewing writers and we love hearing interviews. Yeah. So it all just makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's just been so much fun. Yeah, it's been so great. Like so far, I still feel it's like a dream, Tara. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. So we love interviewing creative people. And so if you have any suggestions for us and if you want us to interview any writer or any other creative person, let us know. We're always open to suggestions. So you can find us at, at Bound India on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. So please subscribe and tell all your friends about this. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.